This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Thanks for being with us today. Jill Bennett sitting in for Simi Sarah. Well, a group of women's rights activists is now facing charges in a court in Saudi Arabia. And a member of that group is a former student of UBC. Uh, Lujain Al-Hathlul is one of those detained last spring. The charges include promoting women's rights. So let's bring in Jacqueline Hansen, a women's rights campaigner for Amnesty International. Jacqueline, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Uh, What has happened in this case? Maybe give us a bit of background uh, before we get to what's happening today. How did we get to this point? Well, back in May, everyone was getting ready for Saudi Arabia to lift its ban on women driving the the subsequent month. But what the Saudi authorities actually did was they arrested Lujain and a number of the other just incredible women human rights activists in Saudi Arabia. We thought maybe they would be released after the driving ban was lifted. That didn't happen. And unfortunately, even more women's rights activists were then detained. Many of these women have now been in jail for up to 10 months. There are repeated and very credible allegations of torture. And all of a sudden, last week, 11 of the women were brought to a trial hearing in a criminal court in Riyadh and were charged with things that were absolutely absurd. They are not criminal. They are things the sign of a good activist. They were charged with promoting women's rights. They were charged with talking to foreign media, talking with other activists, including Amnesty International. And we're waiting for their next trial hearing next week to see what happens next. Unfortunately, this is all happening under um, uh, with a lot of um, uncertainty. This isn't a transparent court process. Uh, diplomats, media weren't allowed into the courtroom last week. So we're incredibly concerned and we're just trying to get the women out of jail because they shouldn't be there. Uh, so at this point, uh, is it more uh, the, these accusations or these things that, that you say they've been, that they're accused of, but how, is it that no formal charges have actually been laid or that we know of right now? It's very complicated because it was such a closed court hearing last week. It's been very difficult to get precise information, but we do know that there were charges laid last week at the court hearing, um, and all of them are completely bogus charges. They're all related to the peaceful women's rights work that these women have been engaged in, and they've really done nothing wrong. And so we now have to wait and see what happens at the hearing next week. But the whole point is these women shouldn't be in jail at all. This is part of a broader crackdown on freedom of expression in Saudi Arabia. It's a specific um, crackdown on women's rights activists, and and we're calling for these women to be immediately and unconditionally released. Uh, Do we have any idea at this point the conditions under which uh, they're being held? Not good. None of the women had access to legal representation for the trial last week. Um, There have been repeated allegations, as I mentioned, of of torture and other forms of ill treatment. So it's really important that these women are released right away because they've they've undergone things no one should have to undergo over the last 10 months. Uh, there's been a call as well uh, at the United Nations, the Human Rights Council. Uh, there's been uh, several countries have called on the kingdom, on Saudi Arabia, to release the human rights activists that are being held. Has there been any response to that? 
There hasn't, except for that the hearing was, was last minute called last week in what seemed to be retribution for for the Human Rights Council statement. So right now it's just it's we're encouraging all governments to keep up the pressure on Saudi authorities to keep this in the public eye to be raising the case of the women human rights defenders and all of their public and their private interactions with Saudi authorities up to the highest levels of the regime um, because we we can't turn our attention away from this case. These women shouldn't be in jail and we we are committed to doing everything we can do and we're calling on governments to be committed to doing everything they can do to keep the pressure on until the women are released. And with the the charges being laid, but without any information about that, without people being there to really see what happened during that hearing uh, or that when they were when they were brought in, is there any way of knowing what kind of punishment that they face or what type what 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 Saudi Arabia has in store for them? We're not sure. We had thought that the women would be charged um, with terrorism-related offenses, which which would have um, happened in in a specialized court and could have carried a prison sentence of several decades. Uh, but last minute, about eight hours before the, the court hearing last week, the, the hearing was moved from a specialized court to a criminal court, and the charges were different than what we'd expected. And so we're not actually sure exactly what the punishments might be that could be associated with those charges. It's, it's not a transparent process, and so it's really challenging for us to predict. And we mentioned uh, Lujain Al-Hathloul, one, one of those who has been arrested that's being held. Uh, she, she was a former, is a former uh, UBC student. Is that, does that help in all in what Canada can do uh, as far as Canada's role in, in even fighting for her release or getting more information on the case? Yeah, well, Lou Jane is a UBC graduate. Um, one of her siblings is is a Canadian permanent resident, resident, and I think that strong tie to to Canada has been enormously helpful. And Canada was one of the the countries that signed on to the Human Rights Council statement last week. As you know, Canada last summer uh, tweeted out calling for the release of the women human rights defenders. So, so this Canada connection is is incredibly important, and and we're we're encouraging Canada, as we are where all governments, to continue doing absolutely everything they can, pull out all the stops, make noise, let's do what we need to be doing to, to get these women brought, brought home to their families and friends and loved ones. Are you concerned at all that tweet, though, uh, did more damage than good, in that that tweet wasn't overly well received by Saudi Arabia? Sometimes that means you're making a difference. Sometimes making noise can have an impact. Uh, we work with uh, the families, the supporters of uh, people who are detained, and the strategy now is to make this loud, to make this public, to shine a light on the human rights abuses in Saudi Arabia, to, to not handle this quietly, and just to keep that public pressure on Saudi authorities, because they are very sensitive to that public pressure, and keep that pressure up to release the women now. Uh, there was a, a quote, a CNN coverage of the story had a quote from a Saudi official, and the question was about torture. And uh, the response was saying that the kingdom of Saudi Arabia's judiciary system doesn't condone uh, the use of torture, uh, saying that it doesn't, is not used for anybody who's being held uh, in any way, uh, any type of torture. Uh, is there any reason to believe that? No, there's not. And we have been calling for independent investigators to be allowed access to the prisons in Saudi Arabia to conduct their own investigation. 
we haven't received any response back from Saudi authorities to that request. So if Saudi authorities want to open up their prisons to independent, impartial investigations, that would be a step in the right direction. But so far right now, all we're hearing are are very credible, repeated allegations of torture with only an internal allegation into those allegations, which, which said, of course, that no torture had occurred. So... Uh, let, let's see Saudi uh, take some action and actually allow an in- independent investigation in. Has uh, Lujain been allowed any access to, to family, any contact at all? There has been some sporadic contact, but she has never had access to legal representation, including at the hearing last week. Right, and, and I would imagine that's the same, the same scenario for the other women held as well. Absolutely. So no legal representation, sporadic Uh, sporadic family contact. Uh, So what do you do from here as far as uh, calling on on, to keep this uh, in the forefront, to keep this case, uh, people talking about it, people, uh, countries calling on Saudi Arabia to release uh, the women? What else can you as an organization now do? Well, we're trying to encourage governments with representation in Riyadh to continue pressing for both media and for diplomats to be allowed access to the courtroom for next week's hearing. They were barred when they tried to enter the hearing last week. So so that would be huge if we're actually able to have people monitoring uh, the hearing. That would be an, an element of transparency. So we're encouraging governments to do that. We're trying to keep this issue in the media. We're trying to um, just keep it out there because we know that, that Saudi Arabia, they, they really do care what the world thinks about them. Um, MBS is trying to peg himself as the great reformer, and all of these human rights abuses really cast that into doubt. And so the more we can be raising awareness of the abuses that are happening and try to get, it'll really help us, we believe, to, to get some real action on these, on these uh, horrific human rights violations. Do you think it is enough that Canada should relook at the arms deal it does, it has with Saudi Arabia? Yeah, we have long been calling for that. Um, we really feel as Amnesty International that, uh, you know, human rights don't and, and never can be allowed to carry a price tag. And we are incredibly concerned that Canada is selling weapons to Saudi Arabia that are fueling the conflict in in Yemen. And so so we, we've been very grateful on the one hand for what Canada has done in support of the jailed women human rights defenders in Saudi Arabia, but that's very inconsistent with the approach to, to the arms deal. All right, uh, we'll leave it there, but we will continue following along with what happens here. Uh, Jacqueline, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Jacqueline Hansen is a women's rights campaigner for uh, Amnesty International.